Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast still with no COVID introduction, still with no real introduction, still ripping my musical introduction from previous podcasts and just dropping it into the podcast that is happening right the fuck now. And without any further ado, because why bother, here's the podcast that is going to happen right the fuck now. All right, so we're going to talk, we're going to talk about semantics and, and, and like... Is it, is it semantics? I guess it is semantics or context because it's, it's online versus inline mm-hmm. if you're standing on it at like the bank or the supermarket. That's right. You say. Online. I am standing online at the bank. I'm online. But you're in the line. Come, come meet me. I'm online. Right. Come meet me. I'm in. I'm online. Mm-hmm. I would also, it, it, right, but you can, it's also, I'm in, I'm like fourth in line. I think it depends yeah. on just what you, I think it depends on what you say, but you know what the, the bottom line for me is what I can't stand ever since, I, I don't know if it was like CVS or Rite Aid or whoever started, whomever, whoever, I don't fucking know, whoever started the, everybody stands here and then disperses to the 17 fucking registers that you could all be standing at separately in or on the line. Do you, so do you prefer one long line or do you prefer like six short lines? I prefer six short lines because then you could actually look at the cashier and watch their methodology and find the quicker person or look at the carts or, or do whatever analytical things you need to do to pick your chosen line instead of standing 50 fucking people at the back of the goddamn line waiting for someone to either decide to go forward or do you have to be called forward it's a goddamn process that that is it there is makes no sense could i tell you my pet peeve is it related to that yeah is the and and is there a, i don't is have it- a solution if it wasn't related to that, would you have said no? No, you could, no. I wouldn't have said no because I don't, go right ahead. <laughs> when you're online, like clearly you're online, right? Okay. In line. And then somebody, and like maybe the long the line is long and like it's a little, you know, irritating to the general population. And then somebody comes up and they're like, are, are you in line? And it's like, no, I'm just like fucking standing here. I hate when people ask me if I'm online when I'm clearly on the line. What, like, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, I am. It's like really long, but like you could go in front of me because like clearly you have somewhere to go. Like, fuck you. I hate everyone. No. (laughs) And I was just going to say that every once in a while, occasionally I will let like someone like the senior citizen, like in front of me, if they have like one or two items and they just clearly (laughs) don't need to be standing on like a seven hour a seven hour line. Well, that's like, you're making a subjective judgment. I would do that as well. But then there are some kinds of people that I'll never let go. Correct. Ever. But I think I will never ever let like a white suburban distressed mom with her toddler ahead of me. Like, I do not care. Get a nanny. (laughs) Good luck. Head to the back, honey. Sandra. Maybe there should be another line for people with kids. Maybe there should be another store for people with kids. (laughs) 
You're like, maybe there should be another planet. There should be another planet. <laughs> Actually, that's what shifting. Shifting will take all of those kids and put them somewhere else. Right, although their although their bodies will still be here. No, well, I, 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 I let listen. Them shift right out of my fucking purview. I, you know what? I think that there should be self checkouts in every single store. And I think that you need to actually be a lot. You need to have some type of like chip implanted in your head that can be scanned to give you permission to go on the self checkout line. Because if you have no fucking idea what you're doing on the self checkout line, get the fuck off the self checkout line. Like the self checkout line breaks like at least 50% of the time because people like, don't know how to use it it's not the it's not the self-checkout line that fucking breaks excuse me I've like had situations where like I'll scan something and it doesn't work and then it's like see cashier get help get help see cashier and then they have to put it how like, hard is it you scan the barcode next item I agree I'm just saying that technology isn't pristine Technology is damn, you're damn right it's not pristine, but you should still, <laughs> I think if you have, if you're somewhat quicker, you know how, first of all, I think a fuckload of people steal a fuck ton of shit off those self-checkout lines, That's, by the way, like, which is super shitty. I mean, which is why like, they, you know, they took those guns away. This is a big pet peeve of mine. Also, they took those, those scanner guns out of Costco, which made shopping at Costco so much easier because these hood ass motherfuckers were going in and like scanning a pack of gum and walking out with like a 72 inch TV and like King crab legs. And I'm like, that is some shady fucking bullshit, but you need to like get, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they need to have like designated lines for, I don't know. Maybe that's discriminatory. Somebody will find that not appropriate and, and like sue somebody for like setting up different lines. I mean, well, first of all, I want to say about stealing there's two <laughs> right? There's two reasons. There's two. There's accidental uh, stealing. No, no. <laughs> there's there's genuine kleptomania, which is I think a fascinating mental illness and has nothing to do with like money or the item and has everything to do with like the high of it. Correct. And like, and then there's like absolute disrespectful losers who just go in and take shit because they believe what they want is theirs and they don't think about anything else. And that is like so tacky. It's like so gross and tacky. I'm not even mad at it. I'm like, you're just such a loser that I, I don't even have the words, but kleptos are pretty fascinating to me. Yeah, I guess so. The th- yeah. I never, uh, I never, I think, did we talk about, I never was like big on the, the stealing. Like, I remember, like, going into the mall, like, and kids would go into, like, McCrory's and shit and be, like, yeah. take, like, a note, like, a spiral notebook and put it in their back pocket. And I'm, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? I'm, like, why it, are you doing that? Well, I also think, like, teenage stealing is a phase for a lot of kids. And so, like, that I'm putting in, like, maybe a 2.5, like, a third category, like, over there. Like, you'll grow out of it. And I'm more talking about adults who steal. Oh. Yeah, They're I don't know too many. Like, I shouldn't say that. Lola. Your club, so. Yeah, there's also boosting, which is a whole nother ball game because you just, I mean, you just said adults who steal. And I'm like, I know so many people that you want to talk about Jordans on your feet. You want to talk about like Puma, like hoodies and Adidas sweats and tracksuits and shit like that. Well, and that, I'm like, that's, that's a, 
okay, that's like a whole other category. Yeah, but it's just another category of stealing. And is and and boosting was like n- not a big deal. And I, the, everybody was always like, "Yo, y- the kicks are coming." The kicks. I was like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, absolutely. I've never not. worn a pair of kicks boosted off a truck. I've never worn yeah, anything okay. boosted off a truck. But I could tell you, because when you have kids in the hood, when you have kids, and and those kicks are like two hundred bucks a pair, and they want those shoes, and and you're like, yo, that's the only way I could get those shoes. You get the shoes. You have two kids. You have three kids. You have you know, but but I did. I I do have to say I did get the I did have the hookups at like you know the sneaker spots, like, you go in and, like, your friends that work there, because everybody had a connect at, like, Foot Locker. Everybody had a Foot Locker connect or, like, you know, some type of, like, shoe store connect, and, like, you would come in and they would put the shoes on the side for you or they would, you know, you would get the family discount and and shit like that. Meanwhile, now, like, you want the connect on, like, food. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, priorities. I I had my boy Dan, but the thing is, see, this is where I, like... You know how much I hate... You know how much I'm embarrassed to be from New York, right? Yes. But <laughs> it feels like my West Coast cred. I, I don't... It's not something that I share until somebody's like, why do you talk like that? But I... You don't talk I, like any... You don't have a... Like... I, to you because we're from the same town. Yeah, I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. It's dumb, MF. We're from the same place. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... But how long have you been out there? You've been out there a long-ass time. Like, 11 years but here's my thing la sneakerheads are so fake it's not like new york is the sneaker capital and like when i people in la like talking about sneakers i'm like you don't fucking know like you just don't know and then i have to tell people that i'm from new york like then it's like that's when like very rarely am I like, do I have a pride moment of being from New York? I know, but or- then but then maybe we need to take that pride moment away from you because you you selectively use it when it's convenient for you. Absolutely. And that's some like- bullshit. <laughs> that's some straight up bullshit. <laughs> and I think sneakers is like probably the biggest one where I'm like, nobody in LA like has a clue what like real sneaker culture is. Yeah. But so which is any- weird though, because don't you think a lot of them are transplanted sneakerheads from the from the hood? I mean, just because of the way music works and. There's a lot of people from New York that come out here, but it kind of started like before my generation, like a lot of people like my parents age came out here like in the late 70s, early 80s and like raised their kids out here. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I don't think, though, that like true like uptown like Bronx like sneakerheads really come out here. Yeah, no. They're so, like, attached to their, like, fucking Fordham Road. (laughs) That's a shout-out for Wong. (laughs) Shout-out to Wong. The Bronx. Yeah. I miss it. I miss it. I miss miss the whole sneaker culture. I do, too. I do, too. There there are a couple of... There are certain cultural things from New York that I I do miss that I think... I just miss it financially. It's It's expensive. That shit gets pricey. Absolutely. Absolutely. My fr- my best friend used to buy, I know a lot of dudes did this, but like, it was insane, his closet. He would buy two pairs of every sneaker, one to wear and one to like keep in the box. That is a box. little nuts. Cause I think you have to, I, I run into that all the time. Like you, you, I don't buy two pairs, but when I was really like buying kicks, like 
see, like when they came, like when they would drop, I had the, you know, you get the app or you get the word on the street and you're like, oh, the new this is going to drop or the new that is going to drop. And you're like, oh, and then you go and you get it. And then you're like, do I wear it? Do I scuff it up? Do I get it dirty? And you're, that's why I drew the lot. Like I had a limit, but I understand like, I would, why they, they, I don't know. Like why you put a pair away in a closet to like never ever wear. Like that's just stupid. I used to do that with clothes sometimes. My friend Becca and I used to always talk about this, like, saving outfits. And then we'd be like, what are we saving them for? We're not going anywhere. Like, and so, like, I tried not to, like, save clothes. I wore my 11s for the first time yesterday. And I was like, all right, I can do this. But, like, I don't know. It, it was, like, a thing where it's, like, you wanted to keep them, like, pristine for, like, the art of the sneaker. But then it's also, like, just enjoy it and wear it. I mean... Yeah, and you were, I mean, damn, if you step on somebody's crispy white. Well, absolutely. You were like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't understand, like, I, I don't know. I don't get the whole Supreme $3,000 for, like, judging up a fucking bedazzling hoodie. And I would walk into that store and I'd be like, D- no, don't even come near, me. like, I'm literally just looking because it's just, and it was looking to be like, these motherfuckers are actually spending four hundred dollars for like a bandana like a snapback for that says supreme and is i don't know i get that that really pisses me off i get really aggravated at shit like that because it's for so many people it's so fucking unattainable and they set like i don't know the the u.s women's national soccer team does it and i stopped i stopped following because i was like do you i mean i think it's so tone deaf to who the fan base is a lot, I understand everybody wants to know, like, what Megan Rapinoe is wearing and what Kristen Press is wearing and what's Tobin. Like, when they walk out and they're all, like, they have their dap kit, their Louis Vuitton dap kit, and they're, like, Balenciaga hoodie. But really, like, the 11-year-old girl from Farmingdale, Long Island, who's busting her ass playing soccer eight days a week is going to go drop, like, $3,500 for a Louis Vuitton, like, fucking travel kit case for, like, her makeup? Wait, though, why Farmingdale? <laughs> No, they have a big, first of all, I hate Long Island. Second of all, it was a big, like, Long Island's a big soccer town. Wait, I, Long Island's not a town. City, state, whatever. Uh, Did you play Valley Stream? No, we never played Valley, we went south to Virginia, we went, we did Virginia, we did Washington, we didn't do Long Island, ugh, thank God. And we did Pennsylvania. Like Smithtown? Long Island's disgusting. Long Island's a garbage, Long Island's garbage. (laughs) I'd rather fucking at least live in Staten Island. No! Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I'd actually rather be homeless. I think I'd rather be you know, home than live on Staten Island or Long Island. I, there is no fucking way. Long Island is depressing. Long Island is, like, gross conservative. Unless you go way out on the... Uh, unless you go way, way out, like, Hampton style, like, to the water on the island, like... Okay, no. But, but no. Like, but I my point is, like, I think getting back to, like, the whole, like, sneaker culture, the whole, like, clothing culture, like, everybody, like, I don't know. And I'm not saying they don't deserve, they make tens of thousands of dollars, like, doing what they do in their profession. They're entitled to wear whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. But I think when you, like, when that's what you, what you show, like, I, I just think it's, it's unattainable for so many, for so many of these kids. Like, and then what do you do? Like, then you're like, oh, I can't afford, like, a $500 pair of, like, you know, Louis Vuitton flip-flops, so I'm gonna, you know, does that make me not cool enough, or... I don't know. Professional athletes have been doing that forever. It's not like Jordans are really affordable. No, but that, listen, that goes back to the whole... that The whole story behind the Jordan culture, which is absolutely fascinating, 
is a whole is a whole different topic. I just think that it's it's hard for, it's hard for kids. Like I think it's it's hard for me now to like even watch it. And I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna go drop hundred and twenty five dollars on a on a hoodie, like because no. it, it just you could wear what you want. I'm not saying you can't wear what you want, but I think it's also hard when a lot of this shit is being thrown at them for free. They're not spending their money to buy it. Like they're not, you know, spend Travis Scott, like Nike kicks collabo with like Sue bird is like for $1,350. And like, she's down at, you know, flight club, like ringing up a $5,000 sneaker order. Really? Like that's all coming back to her from Nike. Like Nike is absolutely giving that all back. You love Sue Bird. No, I just think she has an incredible sneaker collection. And, like, she's just, you know, she's got no shit. You know, she's she's got no shame about it. She's, like, all out with it. And I couldn't find it. There was there's not a lot like, of good female. There's not a lot of good, like, chick sneaker heads that, you know, get the respect. Be it, you know, it, it's predominantly not a big thing. Hence, like, the shitty colorways on, like, girls' kicks that are always, like, floral and pink. And, like, nothing against pink and floral, but, I mean. No, I know. And I know you know how I feel about dunks, but like I get why girls get dunks because like they're the easiest women's sneaker to buy, like the widest variety. Like I get it. I yeah. think they're like, I think it's like a, the air force ones actually have better support for your feet though. The dunks are skate shoes that are completely flat. I know, I know but dunks, but yeah, but dunks come in like, you can get dunks in like a million different colors. Yeah, Especially like, if your feet are small and you can wear a kid size. I, that's what I do, but I don't like dunks, but I'm just saying, like, dunks can be, like, for some girls, dunks are, like, an entree into sneaker culture. Yeah, and fair. I'm, that, for some girls, though, dunks are, like, like, I told you, like, mm, I got a pair of dunks. Like, I'm, I love sneakers. Like, I'm such a sneakerhead. Like, me and my man love, like, to get, like, sneakers. We got, like, matching dunks. It's, like, <laughs> Okay. Like, cool dunks. Have a nice life. <sighs> I get like mad twisted up about. You think Mary Beth? You think Mary Beth is a sneakerhead? We got. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We got to find out. We got to ask her in the jam. We got to find out if Mary Beth's a sneakerhead. I don't think we have a lot of sneakerheads at the jam besides me and you, to be honest. Yeah, we're. I'm just trying to get Mary Beth to come on the goddamn pod. I know. <laughs> and I know she'll listen and be like, "What do you mean? I have a good sneaker collection." I, she's going to be like, I have a better wine collection. That's probably going to be her answer. Yeah, she's more chic than us. Uh, I think, I can only speak for myself, but I know there's a lot of people more chic than me. I don't think chic would ever, ever be a word associated. If somebody said, give me the first, like, five <laughs> words that come to mind when you think of Randy, I really don't think chic would, would be it. anywhere <laughs> in that list. Shoving a mamoon's falafel down I your don't throat. I don't know. Chic wouldn't even be like on the last. I don't even think yeah. it'd be last. Oh, that would be a fun. That would be a fun like game to play in the jam fam or like put on us. Like the first five things you think about when somebody says like Franklin. No, I don't need that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. You're like I don't have enough money for therapy for that. Yeah. No, I'm already in therapy and I, I have know. Too you're at least you're in. I'm still not. I'm still like looking for the door. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, look, find it. Put on your dunks and run over. Put on my dunks and be like, "Hi, do you take my out-of-state Obamacare?" (laughs) Because I, which address do you want? You can wait though. Like, 
New York in the 90s, I do miss it a little. In the 90s? Yeah. 90s, early 2000s was my prime. Hmm. I was bouncing around a lot. I have a really hard time with dates. That's the, you know, like people like, when did you go on vacation? Like, when were you in Cuba? I'm like, I don't, like, I know I went to Cuba, but I couldn't, uh, like, I couldn't nail down and say I was in Cuba in 2007. Like, I don't, I don't remember shit like that for some reason. Maybe you did too much acid. I'm not sure what part of my brain is not actually functioning. Some people are good with dates. I'm like, like some people are good with math. I mean, dates to an extent. If somebody was like, what year did you graduate high school? I know. That is it. That I know. But I, I mean, I took a lot of trips. Like, I couldn't, like, how many times I've been to Israel? Like, when was the last? I don't remember the date, but I can remember, like, eating falafel at the Shook and, like, you know, asking them to shove as much falafel as possible into the lafa. Right. Okay. Where were we going with that? How did we get from sneakers to falafel and dates? I don't know. You brought up dates. I'm just saying, like, as much as New York sucks now, there was a time when it didn't suck. <laughs> and that's the time that I was in it. You were Lower East Siding it, though. You had a totally... Not Lower East Siding it. I mean, I lived on the Lower East Side, but I hung out all over. I worked on Upper East. And then... Which is gro- which is Pukeville, but go ahead. Yeah. For rich kids. Yeah. But my car- Proctoring tests for rich kids taking like uh, grad school prep tests and SAT prep tests. Uh, and what did you do? Just sit there and be like, whatever? <laughs> we didn't even. <laughs> did nothing. It was the best college job ever. I hung out with my friends in a room while these like losers took fake MCATs. Um, <laughs> I worked all over the goddamn place. The doctor's up today. Got into medical school with fake test scores. One of them, one of them was in that documentary. Oh, I can't remember. What it, I think it was called Rich Kids, and it was the same one that like Ivanka Trump was in. And oh, yeah, this kid Luke Wheel, he was a real asshole. Might um, potentially still be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I forget what his parents did, but um. Anyway, point being, yeah, I was rolling around. I was rolling around the city for a while. No more Bobby. rolling. No more rolling, 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 rolling. Like when I eventually go back, I would like to like go up to my grandma's old apartment and like just go back again. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, maybe someone would like let me in. I'm sure the door is fucking open. It's ah, you know what's interesting? The door was not open to my really? grandparents' apartment. Yeah, it was not open, but my grandpa's name was still on the on the buzzer, which was very weird. Huh. The door was definitely not open, which was actually a good sign, because uh, if anything was the same, it's a lot of elderly people that were living in there. Where was your grandpa's apartment? Uh, 8409 Talbot Street. Right behind, right. The, right behind the cemetery, Kew Gardens, the other Forest Hills. <laughs> right off Union Turnpike. Union Turnpike, the E and the F, honey. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to go to acupuncture out there. You went all, you slept all the way to Queens for acupuncture? Yeah. I found like a, a guy, was like, uh, he was my acupuncturist all through New York. And then he shout out to Gabriel. And now he's like the acupuncturist for the Rangers. He's like big time. But 
he started in this little underground gym in Kew Gardens. And so I would take the E train to Kew Gardens, Union Turnpike. We talked about this, the bakery over there. (laughs) Where you get out inside and it's that weird, like you walk through that little indoor, outdoor tunnel. Yeah, my treat to myself would be a rainbow sprinkle cookie. Oh, if it was cold, I would take the bus over to where he was because it was like a 20 minute walk. Or if it wasn't cold, I would just go early and walk. Dude, I, I don't think I ever rode a bus in Queens. It stopped right at the, the train station. You got right on the bus right outside the train? Like you right walked up, you walked out the back. Yes. Yeah, the bus station was like literally right there. Maybe like not even half a block down. Yeah, because there's a bus stop that's literally, like, right there when you come up from the train and you walk out the back. Yeah, it's right there. But you you didn't walk onto... You didn't walk onto the Queens Boulevard side. You walked out the back. The back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's crazy. Meanwhile, everybody listening to this is like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm sure, like, Mary Beth and Wong are just like... uh, Wong probably knows. Mary Beth's like, do I have to Google that? Wong knows. Wong definitely knows. Wong can Google that and send it to Mary Beth. She could send her the Google map. (laughs) So that Mary like, Beth has an idea. We say my friend Dan and I it's so badly. Like my friend Dan and I used to drive all over Queens and like there was this um Linden Avenue or Linden, Linden Boulevard. Boulevard. And all the hookers used to hang out over there. Yeah, why we, were you there? Uh well I lived in Astoria and he lived in Astoria and we would like go out to like uh Whitestone or like somewhere for like to eat Italian food. They had like a good restaurant that we liked out there and so we were just we were like 23 we didn't have anything to do we just would like drive around and we would go what a car my friend dan had a like a he always had like an old van or like an old jeep or something <laughs> he used to drive around and um yeah off linden boulevard and there'd be like all the hookers and we'd be like what's up like crack heads yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough track. That's like that's like mm-hmm. up at the Bronx. Like there were a couple of no. Like the meat, when the meatpacking district was actually the meatpacking district, mm-hmm. and you know you would walk. Ho- First of all, it would stink like rotten, literally like rotten meat. And then yeah. it would be every like sex working person or like bartender or DJ or any one of those like alternate universe working people who stayed up till three or four in the morning and then slept all day. Yeah. And yep. then they put up the and then they put up that stupid hotel. The Gansevoort? No, the not stand- the standard where everybody like just has sex in their windows and like people just stand around and watch. And there's no door on the bathroom. What a dumb place. I hate that place. <laughs> Once Google's right over there, I mean the place of my Whoops. So there's a building over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I know. If I would, like, book my trip too late, sometimes I would have to stay there. But then I was like, fuck it, and then I would just stay at the Ludlow. The Ludlow's my jam now. Yeah. That's a cool spot. Anyway, nobody cares about New York. I do. I still do. I still care. Uh, I can't help it. I can't help it. It's in my blood. Are you going to go back? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Do we know what we're doing tomorrow? I mean, I don't know, dude. Who... Who who knows? I, I maybe I'll shift myself back. There. <laughs> I mean, may as well. Oh. Uh, you know, I can't sit still for two minutes. You think I could take like three hours and be like find some fucking alternate universe? 
That's what I mean, shrooming is. Then, That's like going to one of those, like, fucking huts where you sit in one of those, like, steam huts and you take all those... What What is that? What, uh, what is that drug? Ayahuasca? Yeah. And then you go sit in a hut and, like, hope you don't, like, steam yourself to death like a fucking dumpling and, like... My yeah. brother did that. Like, my brother did those sweat... Sweat lodge shit things. Yeah. Where you take a lot of drugs and then go, like, steam yourself to death. Yeah. Did he like it? He loved that shit, but I was like, what do you do? What the... How stupid can you be? It's not my jam. But it's really... You're literally, like, putting yourself, like... You are literally drugging yourself. I'm okay with that. Like, pick one or the other. Like, don't, like... You you must have listened to that podcast, The Guru. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like three people died. But, yeah, that's that culty. It is. It is almost pseudo culty, like wackadoodly shit. Mm. I don't. I've never done any of that shit, so I don't know what the experience is like. I'm sure right. there's plenty of people that are like, listen, don't knock it until you try it, and like, don't be all judgmental and get off your high horse, your fucking pedestal. I just can't comprehend, and I am no scientist. At putting drugs, mind altering drugs, into your body. And then going to sit in some sealed up hut where you are literally like, it's a horrible analogy, like especially for Jews, <laughs> but you're I'm literally sure. like fucking baking yourself like I, to sweat out the high. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know how it, I don't know how it helps it. I don't, I would think it would make it worse. I'd be like parched and thirsty and hot and uncomfortable. I'd be like, well, somebody get me some ice. Somebody get me a drink. Get me the fuck out of here. Or, like, I don't know. I don't understand that. I'm not, I'm also, I prefer steam over sauna. I'm a, you know, and I just don't get that whole thing. What's the difference? Dry heat versus moist heat. Oh, you prefer moist heat. Yeah, I, yes, because I think you sit in a sauna and it literally feels like it is not enjoyable because if you're not, if you don't like profusely sweat yourself, like you are literally burning up. And then you always have the asshole that comes in and pours the water on the coals to, like, make the, like, the whole production. Right. And just to be, like, that person. I'm like, I just... haven't spent a ton of time in either, I gotta oh, say. There is nothing like a really... Now, it's, you know, not to go back... Like, you think about all the shit we used to do mm-hmm. before COVID that was really, really disgusting. Really, really dirty. Yeah, really germy. I mean, you used to just, like, walk into a steam room naked... Put down a towel and like lay there with like seven other people that could fit in there. Yeah. Coughing, sneezing, throwing it like wiping your sweat like all over the floor. Like it was really, it was really gross kind of. Yet relaxing. I mean, I don't know. I would, I, I don't know. Like how do we ever do anything like that again? You got to just get over it and do it. I don't think I'd ever sit in a steam room with like four other people I don't know. Yeah, I never really did. I have gone to one of those Korean spas. Oh, I never did the Korean spa. I never did like Crystal Palace, like where you go and you swim, like where you go and you can swim in all these like little different types of baths and pools and shit like that. What's Crystal Palace? I don't know. It was I think it was like one of those things that tried to open like one of those giant like aqua centers. Oh. And uh, it never really, uh, it never really took off. I mean, it's also a very German. It's also a very European thing, like those type of things like those bathhouses and like all that kind of shady where all the shady deals went down and you know i would like to go to the hot springs in japan that would be dope as fuck but you could find your own spring 
like away from people. Like it is in Iceland. Like where they go and like everybody goes to that one place before they go to the airport and they go into oh, that. Yeah. Take a picture and yeah. move on. They take a picture and like move on. How many people do you think would stop traveling if they couldn't post their travel pictures on Instagram? <laughs> like legit. Like if somebody was like, if I was like, you're going to have this amazing trip, it's going to cost you 10 grand, but you can't put the pictures on Instagram and you can't tell anyone that you went except when you see your friends in real life and like talk about it. I bet you at least 25%. But no photos, like no photos, photos, like old school. You can take photos for yourself, but you can't share them or post them or get likes from them. I would, I would, I'd go on the trip anyway. I know you would. I'm saying like, so I don't know. There's a subset of people that would be like, forget it. It's not worth the money. Yeah. I don't know who that would... That'd be pretty fucking stupid. Like, all the fucking Gen Zers. I guess. I mean, you think they... Or they'd find a way to, like, do it later. They'd be like, you didn't tell us we couldn't post it once we got home. Or, like, six months after... Like, there'd have to be some kind of, like, agreement. Like, NDA. No, like, like an armed guard would show up at their door as soon as they posted it. It wouldn't be like, take it down or you're losing a limb. (laughs) I just think, like, a lot of the reason people do things is so they can, like, post them. And I wonder if that's good or bad because they're still having the experience that they might not have had otherwise. But it's, like, what, like, can you just live life? I mean, it's, like, a corny question that everyone's It's not asking. because, you know what, as a photographer, like, for me, the camera is just an appendage of, like, me. Like, that's just something. That's the way that I sometimes stop and see things like for someone like me with like really bad like attention issues like photography is one of the few things that makes me like stop and look and like pay attention yeah but like the gen z people who go somewhere like to a pyramid to take a selfie that's not yeah that's fucking stupid i wouldn't not I'm talking about photographers and artists and videographers and whatever. I'm talking about, like, no. dumbasses that go to, like, the fucking Holocaust Museum and take pictures of themselves lying on a grave. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I shouldn't even <laughs> laugh at that. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, listen, people do a lot of fucked up shit for a lot of fucked up reasons. They sure do. That, 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 that's what's, I mean, that's the whole art of psychology. That's the whole dissection of people's psyches and like what makes people tick and shit. You know, what makes, you know, what people believe, like choose to believe, like choose to believe or don't believe or how they get scammed or don't get scammed or who joins a cult and doesn't join a cult. Like what the, what the fuck are you thinking? Like you, you, but then you don't know what they're thinking because you listen to all those podcasts of all that Nexium shit and like all this stupid stuff like dude they scam the fucking dalai lama i mean nexium scam right, the dalai right, right. fucking lama if you can scam the dalai lama <laughs> you can't tell me you can't take like four chicks from la and be like give me forty thousand dollars to take this class that'll like enlighten you on why you should all like suck my dick uh, <laughs> not mine but th- whatever that guy's name is that asshole uh keith ranieri yeah keith ranieri yeah, like, no, for sure. Like I, you know, like dude, you. Sk- I literally was like, I didn't realize they got the Dalai Lama. Yeah, they got the Dalai. Well, and- no one ever was smart, just that he's peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I right or am I right? I don't know, dude. I think you got to be a little bit, sm- a little smart. All right, no one ever said he was street smart. 
Is that street smart though? Not being scammed by like these people that are like, listen, this is what our this is what our family group. But the second you start using that, all the first thing you think about is like the Manson family, and like all that shit. You're like, what is? I don't know, dude. But then then again, I'm like, you know, team cult of Scientology. Well, people are. You know, I love Leah. Oh, love Leah. I wish they'd bring that back. Ugh, I wish I. You know, I'm not a big celeb head necessarily like I don't have a lot of good answers to like who's your favorite that if I could have like lunch with a celebrity I would love to have lunch with Leah Remini because she's like in New York she's like a badass like you know queen chick two hours I'll take it you know because you know she would talk a ton of shit and not give a fuck and be like look talk so much shit she'd be like Mike Rinda so uh, like I love I just would love it yeah yeah, I, it would be, yeah, her and Mike, Mike Rinda. <laughs> Mike, me and Mike Rinda. <laughs> She'd cut you, though. I would not fuck with her. Oh, I would with her. She, she would cut you yeah. in a second. Yeah, of course, as she should. But that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. But I don't, yeah, I don't know, dude. She would definitely not fall for any, I mean, that she was born into that. That was not her fault. No, it wasn't. That shit was not her fault, and, and, and as soon as she could, she got the fuck out. Look, I mean, I give her a lot of credit for getting out. And going back to save all these people. These are some crazy motherfuckers. Like, they come after your life. I think she's, like, actually, like, quite a kind, empathetic person. She just also will cut you. Oh, my God. For sure. You know, I think she's a good egg. She is a good egg because she goes back to to help all these fucking people. She literally gave all of these people that everybody else thought were batshit crazy. You come out yep. of Scientology with literally the clothes on your fucking back, no family, they cut you off from everybody, you have nothing, and you're meant to think, like, uh, am I the crazy one? And she was like, no, you know, like, she assembled all those fucking people, and that was some powerful shit. I was hook, line, and sinkered into that. Oh, same. Are you kidding me? I was obsessed. I could not stop watching that show. I've never watched anything on A&E, and I never will again, but because I <laughs> You will again if she comes back, though. I'm back, for sure. Although I'm not, I couldn't really get into her podcast because it feels like it's the same shit. I didn't never listen to the podcast. Not that great. It's like, it's more of the same. And it's like, I also like want to see her. She's such a visual. Yeah. With her bag and her nails and her outfits and her hair and her makeup and her outfits facial expressions and oh her- yeah she couldn't hold a thing she would you would say something she's like me like the second you say something you're like really and there go the yeah. eyes and there go like i mean just she's a she's the absolute vision and i just i need to see her doing <laughs> <laughs> we should start a campaign bring her back bring leah back bring leah over to my house she doesn't live that far i don't think don't become a stalker i'm not <laughs> I can barely get off my couch, okay? Yeah, it's all right. That's okay. Not stalking. Is that it? I don't know. That was funny. That was good. That took a good turn at the end. Yeah, it's a fun turn. I love to talk about Leah. I love to talk about Scientology and cults and all that wackadoodle stuff. Well, yeah, we could be done. I know sometimes you just need to end it or else it gets real rambly and I just start like going off on like ridiculous bullshit. Well, maybe we should get a Crocs. <laughs> Team Crocs. Team Crocs. You got the Crocs. I don't own a single pair. It's okay. 
that's another one. Like, not to get all sneaker heady, but I've been crocking way well before people were crocking. I, you and Quest Love, I told you, Quest Love got like 500 pairs of crocs shipped to his house with like 9,000 gibbets. I mean, I also had gibbets before anyone had gibbets. I know, I know, I know. I, I think I did I have like one. Things. I'm not ahead of a lot of trends, but I was ahead of the croc trend. All right. Mad respect. I, I mean, for me, it was more physically uh, necessary to get the UFOs, but like. You know, maybe I could dip into a pair of Crocs just to rock around the, rock around the place. Rock around the Croc. Rock around the Croc. Trademark. TM, TM. TM, rock around the Croc. <laughs> the Croc pot. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's it. I don't really have anything else to offer. Like, I think we offered a lot. We dragged MB in. We're going to find out if she she's ever, a sneakerhead. Will she ever come on? Yeah, we'll, be- we'll just keep begging. Her shit's mad funny in the jam, though. She is, like, shady as fuck in her... Her comments are so good. I know, she's not... You thought she was a prude, and she's no prude. No, I don't think she was a prude. In the beginning, you were like, I hope she doesn't mind the cursing in the well, music. Well, I, I just didn't know... Listen, I, <laughs> I... I mean, I tried to be... Until you get to know people, like, what you see with me is what you get. So I didn't want to, like, turn anybody, like, off or away and be like... Yo, shut the fuck up. Like, this is such fucking bullshit. Like, it was, and it, plus it was also in the height of, like, the fuck Trump shit. And it was also in the height of the pandemic. Like, it was just, everything was like a goddamn shit show. No, but I said, like, it, I said something like, eat a dick. And she was like, <laughs> I feel like MB would definitely, under her breath, tell someone to eat a dick. No question. <laughs> and, and as she probably should. <laughs> I'm an MB fan. I mean, MB yeah, is like. Me too. I'm a mad. I'm a big fan. That's why I want to know more about her on the pod. Get we're gonna get her on the pod. Yeah. Maybe we can ban her from the jam until she comes on the pod. I'm Can't just kidding. I'm her. kidding. There's no threat. She'd come after me with those pink handcuffs. I'm not fucking with MB. MB has pink handcuffs. Oh yeah. See what happens when you dip in and out of the jam. You miss out on stuff like that. She arrested DeBarge. She what? She arrested one of the DeBarge boys. Was she a police officer? No, she was doing some private investigative. She was like a PI. She was like the female what? dog, the bounty hunter. What? See? See? Is this real? Yes, it's real. One of the Jabarish, like, the singers? Yeah. For what, drugs? I think stealing or some shit like that. Back to stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Back. Okay, we came full circle. Okay. Let's leave it at that. MB is going to have to come on and clarify everything we just said because I honestly don't know all of the details. All right, hit her up. Actually, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, just, right. I'll just continually bash her in the jam to come on and just keep begging. And tell her okay. to bring Doris. She could bring Doris. Yeah, Doris is cute. Yeah. How could you not want to do it accompanied by a four-year-old? A four-year-old named Doris. I like, know. how cute is that? <laughs> Which reminds me of the 99-year-old named Doris. Right, same, I mean, probably, like, same... Same attitude, same sass, same Same sass, same attitude, same get out of my way and pour me a drink. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) All right, that's it, Frank, we're going, we're done. All right, well, you know, if you're in L.A., start looking around, because I'm I'm putting up slaps, doodlehead slaps. Street team, street team. Yep. Yep. Right now, you can go find one on Baxter and Echo Park, but hopefully you'll draw me some more. I'm on it, dude. Mail them to me. I'm and on I'll it. Put them up all over your hood. I'm on it. 
It's going to be a scavenger hunt. You got to go find him. Yeah. Good luck. Totally. I'm telling you, you're going to get, it's, you're going to get hooked. Just don't get caught. I know. Could you imagine if like I called my mom and I was like, I got arrested for putting Randy slaps on like a fucking <laughs> That would be so fitting. Um, I'm not going to get caught. You're not going to get, dude, honestly, unless like, it's like Poncherello rolling up on his motorcycle from chips. The only time I ever got a ticket was, it was, like, a fucking motorcycle cop just rolled up next to me, and I touched my phone, and he was like, meow, meow. and I was like, <laughs> I got out. Ponch. Poncherello. Nobody remembers the name of the other guy. Uh, See? The Mexican one? The Mexican one was Ponch. Yeah, that's the only one I know. Yeah, that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the poor other white dude. That yeah, was a shame. Him. Fuck him. All right. Okay. That's it. Good one. Thanks for right. hanging. Peace out? Uh, we can peace it out. I'll see you at the jam tonight, 8 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Do you even know what that is, specific time? 5 o'clock. She did it. I got. I already planned it in my head. I knew you were going to ask me. Actually, I have it <laughs> written down on a piece of paper. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll have another alarm set in my watch. Okay. That's well, it. We're out. We're out. Double mask it. Wash your damn hands. Check on your damn people. Yeah. That's it. Wear some Crocs. Not sponsored. Maybe Crocs will sponsor us. That'd be sick. How do we get a Crocs sponsorship? I'm already in the Crocs club, so. We got to drop them a tweet and let them know we rocked the Crocs in the the pod and see what they do. Do it. Tweet them. I'll tweet them. From my my 979,000th burner account, thanks to Wong. It's probably at Crocs, FYI. All right. I'll say I want to... Listen, put us in the Croc Club. Or else you're a Croc Croc of crap. Don't be a Croc of shit and put us in the Croc Club. Okay. That's a terrible... Croc is just a terrible word. Yeah, 555 Dick Lane. (laughs) We're done. Bye. Goodbye.